You're listening to the Candler in Conversation podcast from the Candler Foundry at Emory University's Candler School of Theology. We engage our faculty, staff, students, and alumni in conversations about faith, practice, and vocation. We hope that our podcast inspires you to explore theology, grow spiritually, and learn in community. And now it's time for the episode. Hello, listeners, and welcome to our series, Ministry and Entrepreneurship, where we highlight members of the Candler community that successfully operate in both spaces. I'm your host, Crystal Lee, and today I'm sitting here with Lessie Johnson. Lessie is a licensed master of social work and a self-taught freelance makeup artist and CEO of Glam Candy LLC. Ever since her childhood, she's been in love with all things related to the fashion and beauty industry. Lessie has embarked on a journey to answering the call of God on her life and is currently pursuing a master's divinity degree at Emory University's Candler School of Theology. Lessie continues to take what she's learned and couples it with what she's most passionate about. And by doing so, Lessie has begun to construct a new theological construct, Glam Theology, and is developing the Glam Academy a resilience program for women and children who have experiences with trauma. Leslie, this is so interesting. I'm so excited to talk to you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited as well. So the first thing I want to ask you about is self-taught freelance makeup artist. How did you start doing makeup? Because I know there's YouTube videos and things like that out there, but just tell us about your journey because when I see her, her makeup's always done. She looks great. Even now as we're recording this, everyone. So just tell us a bit about that. Thank you. It was really, it really stemmed out of, like you read earlier, when I was a little girl, I would read like Cosmo magazines and I would just sit for hours with a pen just circling things. And then as I got a little bit older, like once I got into college, and really started to like explore makeup and different types of makeup, like soft glam, you know, really distinct contouring. I just told myself like, this is what I want to do. I want to learn how to do it on myself. And so I actually started watching YouTube videos and started just practicing different things on myself. And it went from that to us having fashion shows in college and people would ask me to do the makeup for the fashion show. And so because it was something that I enjoyed and I was passionate about, I would do it or like any friends or people in the dorm would come over before they were going out. Hey, can you do my makeup really quick? Or just going out with your friends. Hey, can you do my makeup? So I would literally be doing my makeup, their makeup, everyone's makeup. And so it went from that to just really becoming even more passionate about it and just finding different makeup artists that I wanted to learn and study under. And eventually it just developed into like a career or business, actually. Wonderful. Uh, tell you. us about, I love the name Glam Candy LLC. Where <laughs> did that come from? I love that it is something catchy. You will remember it. So Glam Candy, how did you come up with that? So again, it was more so just sitting and brainstorming. I remember when I was working as a social worker in the hospital and everyone would ask me like, who did your makeup? Who did your makeup? And I would always say me. And so they would ask me like, can you do my makeup for this event? Can you do my makeup for that event? And so I'm like, okay. And so I started doing makeup professionally because before it was just like something that I was doing as a hobby whenever someone asked me. And so as I was doing makeup, I realized that once I have a client that leaves, 
leaves. I want them to leave with not just having had their face done by me, but having something that is branded by me. So when someone asks them, you know, like a question or when they pull out their lip gloss, like it says distinctly across whatever the lip gloss is that is glam candy. And so glam has always been something that I love. I love glitter. I love bright, vibrant things. And it's just always been like a part of my personality. And so for me, it was like, you know, you come and get your makeup done, but it has to be like something that adds a little bit of razzle dazzle to it. And Absolutely. so like, you know, glam candy, like glam, it livens it up and candy. Like when you need a pick me up, what do you do? You grab some candy, you grab something that nourishes you. So that's where the whole name came from. And I do feel great when I get my makeup done. Like you feel like yes. you have a new superpower and life is just going to be great after this moment. Right. So that that's a ministry in itself, to be honest. <laughs> It really, really is. So how did you, because a lot of us, you know, we have passions and things that we're great at, but how do we go to, how do we get to the point of becoming a professional? So when did you know, okay, this is what I want to do professionally and how did you go about that for someone who's listening who may be interested in doing the same thing? I knew it was something that I wanted to do professionally when I couldn't go to sleep without, you know, accomplishing like a task, learning how to do something different Or when I was on my, you know, nine to five and constantly hearing, you know, can you do my makeup or just pretty much getting booked or having my name circulate in different networks. And more so, like I said, the more I tried to like step away from it, the more I was drawn to it. Like I, again, I'd be, you know, working as a social worker and constantly be thinking about makeup, constantly be thinking about different things that I could do. I'd get home and that was what I was thrusting myself into. And so for me, it was more so like, you know, I could take this and just keep it as a hobby or I could take my hobby and create residual income for myself. And so that's pretty much where I was like, okay, let's do this. I find that when you can't stop thinking about something that that's where you got to sit and focus your attention on or in. I believe that when it's your focus and you can't let it go, like it's attached to your dream. It's attached to that next thing for you. So that is definitely so true. So we did talk about this earlier. She is a second year student right now at Candler. So tell us about how the Candler space has helped you to pursue those entrepreneurial goals. So the Candler space has helped me in a lot of, in so many different ways. What I learned as a makeup artist, and even as a social worker, a lot of the work that I was doing, like the conversations that I would have would always, I would always end up talking to a client about faith and how that has helped guide me throughout my career or just help me throughout life. And so the Candler community has helped me develop or affirmed me in so many ways, because before I would sit and I would think, why am I always having these spiritual conversations with with these women that are coming to get their makeup done? And so when I came to Candler, it helped me to develop the theological language because before, you know, I had the social work language. I I definitely had the glam, but I didn't have that theological language and confidence to use that in a way that was authentic to me. And so just having so many different professors, colleagues speak different things to me, over me. And just when I'm, you know, talking about different things that I'm trying to do, actually reaffirm that as far as like when I talk about glam theology, you know, different business ideas that I've come up with, but more so just allow me to see that this is a place where I belong. Because before it was like, God, what are we doing here? (laughs) 
But when I got here, I'm like, okay, where does it all fit? How do I, how do I mesh it all together? But I think that Candler has definitely allowed me to find my voice theologically and carve out a space that's, you know, authentic to me and in a space where I feel confident walking in. Absolutely. <laughs> I think just listening to you talk, it affirms that in seminary, it's really just growing the things that are already on the inside of you. Like, like you said, you already had the glam, you already had your faith, but it's just the language piece, right? The, mm-hmm. the practice of being able to consistently have conversations about faith with other people. One thing I love about seminary or just going after seminary level degree is that when people think makeup, you don't think seminary. When you think makeup and glam, that's not the first thing that you think of. Right. But like you said, this is your authentic gift, like your authentic ability. So just tell us about glam theology and how that has been forming throughout your time at Candler. So glam theology is a concept, a theological concept, womanist concept that I came up with over the summer, actually. You know, I was sitting and I'm like, okay, I just feel like I'm moving into a new dimension spiritually. Like I'm just walking in new hills. Like I'm out of, <laughs> I'm out of little, the little baby girl pumps, and I'm in like a tall six inch pink stiletto. And I'm like, okay, God, like we're going in a different place. And so I was again trying to figure out, okay, how do I take all that I'm passionate about and create something that's real, something that's authentic, something that I could actually preach and teach to young women and, you know, women of my own generation and package God in a way that is authentic again and as real, that's relevant. And so I started thinking about what's important to me. And for me, I feel like when you look good, you feel good. And so I was trying to figure out, okay, how do I incorporate that into theology? And so I I went back to Genesis and I just started, you know, reading the scriptures even more. And I started thinking about how I am made in the image of God. And, you know, if I'm made in the image of God, what, what better to do than take care of myself? And so what Glam Theology does is it puts a divine premium on self-care, self-love, and says that in order for us to exalt God, in order for us to praise God, in order for us to thank God for all the goodness that God has provided us, we have to take care of ourselves. And that's through beauty practices, self-care, self-love, taking a walk, you know, taking a nap when you need to, taking a bath, like different things like that, that revive you, that nourish you, that still you, and that allows you to pause for a minute and thank God for all the goodness and all the grace. And that's what glam theology really much, pretty much does is it takes glam and it takes beauty practices and it puts them in a different perspective. A lot of people think automatically like, oh, she just talked about looking cute. But glam is actually an acronym and it means God loves the authentic me. And so that was something that I had initially struggled with when I came into Candler, but walking through my, you know, going through my journey and having different people like Allison Henderson Brooks, Dr. Phillips, different people like that, Chaplain Orlando, who's my con supervisor, all of that, I realized that I'm here for a specific time, for a specific purpose. And I don't have to be anybody else. God called me to be Lessie. And I can do that and do that glamorously. And so that's where glam theology came from, you know, with all of the 
troubles that I've come through throughout life, all of the struggles, difficulties that I've overcome, all of the goodness that I've achieved. It's my authentic birthright is who God has called me to be. And I can be that and be that authentically. And God is going to love me anyhow and continue to love me. So that's where that's what glam theology is, is to help people to understand that you can be authentically who you are. You can do what you need to do authentically. You could do what God has destined for you to do. And that in order to do that and to do it well, we have to take care of ourselves. Glam will never be the same for me. God <laughs> loves the authentic me. That is that is powerful. That is Thank beautiful. You. And I love that you're like, this is who I am. And this is what God has called me to do. This mm-hmm. is my personal ministry that is also my entrepreneurial pursuit at the same time, which yes. is the whole reason that we wanted to have th- this series. So what would be, this is the point in the conversation where we have those practical tips, mm-hmm. the things that people can start doing today if they're interested in either makeup artistry or just having their own business. What would be your three tips to someone who's listening right now? I would say number one is to find out what you're most passionate about. I like to believe that a lot of the pain that we have experienced through life is usually where our our most efficient ministry comes from. I believe that there's purpose in your pain and sometimes that's where your ministry stems from. So I would say find out what you're most passionate about and align that with God and make sure that while you're trying to be the CEO of your company, that God is the CEO of you and just always bring it to God first because I find that when we start to, you know, our head get a little big and we feel like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm making me a couple of dollars. And we start moving out of the will of God. God has a, a quick way of humbling you. But I think that the number one, the best approach for me in business has been to allow God to take the lead, allow God to always take precedence and show up first and, you know, moving from there. And also my, making sure that it aligns with not only God, but my, my true and authentic purpose. Yeah. Oh, and then a... Another one would be to be to believe in yourself no matter what. I think that a lot of times we look at what society says, what you know our family says or what other people are doing and we try to model that. But I think that if we believe in ourselves and, you know, we again, what God says is for us that, you know, you could be very successful and, you know, business can be difficult. You might have some days where you're making a lot of money. You might have some days where you're making zero dollars at all. But even in those days where you're making zero dollars to consistently believe in yourself and to be you know, consistent with whatever it is you're doing and to practice. Practice makes perfect. And also to, you know, network with cross network with other people that are in your direct network, whether it's other students or other people on social media that you know that are doing different things that you're doing and try to just reach out to them and ask them some questions and see how they're doing or see if maybe you can connect with them and pick their brains. I like to believe that if you want to be successful, you have to study the greats. And so one thing that I did is I found at least two or three makeup artists that I really, really thought was super dope, super successful in what they were doing. And I liked what they were doing. I liked how they did makeup, but I liked how they did business. And so what I did is I just studied what they were doing and how they were doing it and took that and created something that I could model for myself and master, but make sure that it was authentic. Because the number one thing I cannot do is be fake. And so I think that's why I keep pressing authenticity because I, I've, even when I talk to God, it's like, God, if I'm going to do ministry, it has to be authentic to me. And so just making sure that you're authentic because you can't eat and survive and nourish your body if you are worried about what's on somebody else's plates. 
those would be my, I think, three or four I gave tips. And they're all great ones. I'm thinking. Thank you. You're so welcome. I'm thinking about my first year when I was completing my MDiv and I would take extra time. At at that time in my life, I was actually kind of like battling with depression and things like that. But I would still take that time in the morning. I'm like, okay, I got to do my makeup. I got to do my hair because if I do that, I'm going to at least be able to like make it through the day or at least... I feel good. I look good. So hopefully the feeling will match how I look. And so I just want to say personally that I'm excited to see where you take your work, this business, this ministry, and that it is very, very needed. The beauty industry, as we know, is consistently evolving and changing. And so the fact that you can now approach that with your theological training is very excited, exciting. I want to say thank you for joining us today. For anyone listening, I do hope that you were inspired by Leslie and what she had to share and these three tips. So thank you again for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course. If you would like to learn more about Leslie's journey, please visit us at candlerfoundry.emory.edu. And if you want to hear more great episodes, please visit us under podcasts. This podcast was brought to you by Emory's Candler School of Theology. To learn more about our institution, please visit us at candler.emory.edu.